Clash. It is the Super Clash Podcast, episode 22. I am your host, Kale. Hey, I am Connor. And we are back in the office because Connor has not had any time this week to get the basement and a recording room all situated ever since he installed this new pool. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned that last week. Uh, you installed your new pool, uh, uh, yeah. and it was uh, it's it's all natural pool. It's just pure rainwater. <laughs> Thankfully, my my basement has not flooded since that day. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing that there were no um, sensitive electronics in that area. Otherwise, you'd probably cry. Oh, you know, the water was just coming in right next to the fuse box. Oh, so. well, that is true. That um, <laughs> touch it. The most sensitive of electronics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine what that'd be like if that. Got into like the internals and just like the whole house is gone. Boom! <laughs> whole thing just explodes. Other than that, um, how's your week been, Connor? It's been okay. It's Same been here. It's a little bit better. I mean, could be. I take it's. I take that back. Um, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It was meh. I, I, better than last week. I was pretty stressed, and also I got my Rona shot. So yeah, you were telling me about. Uh, I think the worst part of that is just like you had it scheduled and just gives you anxiety up until that day. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where like if I were to, d- to do something like that, I just want to just done that day. Exactly. I don't want to have to like, get sit it and think with. about it for a week. Yeah, that's that's way too anxiety inducing. So uh, I actually did get around to play some games today. Or not not today, just just this week. Um, Biomute- I picked up Biomutant this week, so I played a l- little bit of that. So we'll get into that. And I'll do another update on Returnal. I'm sorry for beating a dead horse, but I actually made progress in Returnal. But first, Connor, off air, you were going to tell me a, st- a story, an anxiety-inducing story about GameStop. Oh. Is this, does this have anything related or like my experience at Walmart? Uh, no, it's less anxiety-inducing, more anger-inducing. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so I, I'm, I'm ready to be triggered. I went into one of the local game stops, uh, not the one that I normally go to. That's the closest to my house. You know what I mean? But uh, one is the one closest to mine. Mm, the one in between ours. Okay. The one that's by the mall. Oh. Yeah. And so I went in there, and today was the. Wait, what is today's date? Today is. Let me look at my Apple Watch. Oh, my, my, my days have run together. At, at the ter- at the time of this recording, it is. Saturday, June 5th. So yesterday was when this happened. Uh, but yesterday was a release of this month's Pokemon Partner Packs, which include the three giant cards of the starter Pokemon. Okay. And then two booster packs. They release them every month with the starters for each of the generations. Okay. Um, they're a little bit hard to find. Uh, you can't order them online, and scalpers tend to buy them up like crazy. So... I knew that I would have a pretty good chance of getting them at the one by my house. However, I was already out in you know the other direction. I was like, oh, I'll just swing in here. I go up to the line, and I'm looking at the guy checking out in front of me, and he has eight of them What the in fuck? a stack. And the, the person ringing them up goes, okay, you wanted eight of them? And then she rings them up for eight. And then uh, I'm like sitting there like, she better have some more. If not... I'm gonna get. I'm gonna cause a scene. I'm gonna have a Karen moment right now, and uh, oh no! So I get up to the front of the line and I said, I- "I'd like one of those Pokemon partner packs." And she's like, oh, "Okay, well, we only have one left, so all the rest of these are accounted for." And I'm like, "Okay." And then she's like, "But you know, 
the the guy in front of you there, he, you know, I, I trust him, you know. He's not going to resell him or anything and and uh, bullshit. Yeah, and she's like he spends he spends, you know, thousands of dollars here, you know, at our store and like and you don't think that he's turning around and selling them. Oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, uh-huh, and I'm just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like, I'm not impressed, like, I'm pretty pissed that you would blow eight of something that's a very limited item on one customer, and then she's like, well, you know, if you, if you want to get these, you should get here in advance and tell me you want them, and I'll, 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 I might be able to hold some aside for you, and I'm like, if there's this much demand, there needs to be a limit. And here's the real kicker. Like two. That kind of pissed me off the most. She goes... You know, he's he's a real nice guy. He brings in these bags, and she pulls out, like, a bag of, of, of trading cards, and it's all energies and common cards in it. Oh, come on. And she's on. like, and he brings these in, you know, just so the kids have something to get when they come here, you know, since, you know, we sell out of cards so often. So he basically just gives him the shit cards. So he's buying up all the cards, taking out all the good ones, dumping off his stuff that he doesn't want to the kids that he prevented from getting any good cards and that's honestly when i was a kid the best thing about getting a pack of pokemon cards was getting a rare card in it a holographic or something yeah so what kid is like yes give me all the commons like what kind of that just pissed me off i didn't cause a scene because partly because i was uh i was very tired i had uh uh taking a whole bunch of CBD in preparation to get my vaccine. So I was like, I was basically half awake. But like, when I thought about it today, I was like, what an asshole. Like, what? And you see, and what what confuses me is, or the person behind the desk seriously didn't think that he was going to turn around and resell him. Like, just how oblivious are you? First of all, the partner packs have the same cards in them minus the booster packs obviously but you can buy booster packs elsewhere but they have the same three cards in them so why do you need eight of them i could see maybe maybe this maybe wanting two one to keep sealed and one to open up to the you know to put in a sleeve and and save right anything more than that you are doing something with those cards why do you need eight sets of these same three cards it's I, I had a hard time believing that he was not going to do something bad with those cards. Right. Scalpers are the worst. We, we've discussed it on the show several times. Like, I know he didn't outright say he's a scalper, but I think it's pretty safe to assume that he was a scalper. Yeah. And even if he wasn't a scalper, let's say he was buying up eight for himself. Why do you need eight for yourself? You kind of have to feel like a little bit of an asshole. When I go out shopping, so I I'll tell you this. I went out um, this previous weekend uh, with my wife, and I happened to be at Barnes & Noble, and I found... Barnes & Noble? The one in uh, downtown. Okay, because the one closest to us is gone. Yeah, it's gone. But they happen to have Pokemon cards. So I was like, oh, I'll just buy two packs. Okay. And I was at Target today, and they had Pokemon cards. And I said, oh, I'll just buy two packs. And uh, the same thing also happened recently when I was at GameStop. They had a bunch of different packs. And the guy there was even willing. He's like, I know you come in here a lot. You can buy, you know, you can, you can buy however many you're, you're looking for. And I told right. him, I was like, no, man, it's all right. I'm just going to take, you know, one of each of those ones there. So, like, I think I picked, like, two. And I was like, the rest, you know, I'll, I'll give. Because I'm not a greedy little fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know what? There's people who probably do want them. There's probably kids that do want some of these. 
I want to save some for some other people. Right. I don't need all of these. I, I just buy them when I see them, and I buy them in moderation. It's it, These people kind of remind me of when they go to uh, Costco. Because, you know, I, I haven't been to Costco in years, but I'm pretty sure they still have those free sample yeah. station. And, oh, free sample, they take everything. My, my parents always taught me not to take advantage of people's kindness, not take Same advantage here. of a situation, Same here. and not to be greedy. And that's my thing is, like, I wouldn't go to a place and see five really hard-to-find items and then grab all five of them and go, like, I'm going to go sell these somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would maybe take one if I knew I wanted it. And, you know, if there was a situation where I was like, I knew my best buddy wanted one, too. I'll get him one, too. But right. I'm not buying them up to be a greedy little shit. <sighs> so, yeah, that was my little rage-inducing experience at GameStop. And I already don't like that store. Because that's the woman there who, who, when she found out how old I was, she treated me like crap. I think I told you about this. Maybe. Yeah. G- g- give me, like, um, the SparkNote version, just, uh, just to remind me. She was being perfectly fine to me. Uh, you know, I was asking questions about, I don't remember what game it was at the time. I was like, oh, I, I, I was looking for this thing, blah, 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 blah. And she asked me for my ID because I was buying an M-rated game, and I gave it to her. Okay. And she goes, oh, you're a lot younger than I expected. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, she's like, I, I'm so much older than you. And I'm like, okay. And mind you, I'm not incredibly young. I'm 28. You know, like I'm th- – they probably have a lot of people who come in there that, that are in their mid to late 20s. I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. And and then her entire mood changed. That's so she weird. She was just like very short with me, like, all right, here's your order. Goodbye. And this like just like treated me totally different because I was, I don't know, younger than she thought I was. Maybe she doesn't like younger people. I don't know what her deal was. But that it's the same person who did that. And so I'm gonna try my best not to visit that GameStop anymore. I'm gonna go visit the one near me because the dude there yeah. is at least cool and like always he even puts a limit on his trading cards he told me he's like good for him he's like i don't let people come in and buy stacks when i say limit two on everything so good for him yeah he's a bro yeah <laughs> so oh man yeah i kind of always felt like the GameStop in the in the mall or even at the mall was kind of shady yeah i mean the, the GameStop at the mall is not there anymore um but i just kind of had a really bad experience with the one at the mall, he was just being like really pushy. Mm. Like I, I, I understand that they need to be pushy to like pre- for pre-orders. I don't think they do as as much anymore. They mostly they don't do it as much for pre-orders. I've noticed they keep trying to get me to get a warranty on my game. Yeah. Um. So I think that's their new money maker. I'm not a child though. I don't need a warranty right. on my game. <laughs> but he was being really really pushy and like refusing to to scan my game. I can't remember what game I was getting at the time. To scan my game until I basically agreed to pre-order something, and I kept saying no, I'm not. I'm not going to pre-order. Yeah, I, I went to I, I went to another place. It was a different employee, but the same store that I shared my experience here with. There was a guy there who was like, you know, you have enough points to renew your your uh, pro membership, and normally I go ahead and do it because you get the five dollar coupon and you get the magazine in the mail every month. Sure, whatever. I was like, yeah, all right, let's do it. 
and he made this big deal out of it. All right, you know, yeah, you got enough points, and this will be basically free, and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Turns out, asshole renewed me for the digital version of it, so I no longer get the magazine oh, anymore. Man. And it's like, dude, you could see that I was getting the one with the physical magazine, and you renew me for the one with the digital, and you thought I would be okay with that. It, I'm still pissed about it, because that's, that's a year's worth of magazines that I don't get now. Damn. And I shit. told that to the guy at the GameStop near me, and he's like, shit, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, if I get any extra magazines, you can always ask for them. I'll give them to what you. What a bro. Maybe I should go to that GameStop. Yeah, he's a, he's a real nice guy. And unfortunately, he deals with a lot of shit, because I've been in there sometimes where some customers were treating him really, like, awful. Mm. So <laughs> How's the, like, because the one near me, their Switch selection isn't the greatest. How, how's the Switch selection there? Uh, I'd say it was pretty decent. Um, I the one the reason I don't like the one by you is I don't like that one either. It, it was run by a bunch of very young teenage girls, mm-hmm. and I mean this in the nicest way possible. They legitimately did not know anything about video games, and I'm not saying girls don't know anything about video games. I'm saying these girls did not know anything about video games because you would ask them a simple question and they could never answer it for you. They'd be like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And you're like, then why are you working yeah. at a game store? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Keep in mind, like, one, your wife plays video games. Yeah, exactly. And I know that female gamers exist. And, and the people we follow on Twitter and follow us on Twitter, like, we have women that play games. And my, and my fiancé doesn't play as much games, but she'll play her she'll play switch but i just want to make that very clear that's not what we believe because this is the internet and they'll take anything out of context uh, yeah these girls were at the level of uh could you tell me where um the newest mario game is and they would head towards the playstation section that's how far off they were and i think honestly it seemed like to me it sounds like they just needed a job exactly that they were just like teenage girls who just needed a job and they took whatever they could find and just didn't care about the job because honestly they kind of like when i was talking to one of the male employees they were just kind of like scoffing at me and like it's like i don't know it felt like it was like you were like back in high school and all the proper girls were looking down on you or whatever right like like, what the hell so yeah needless to say i don't really go to that one plus it's a little bit out of my way anyway yeah i'll only go there um because it's convenient even then i'll barely go there i'll just go get my games from Target. Yeah. Tar- I'm, I'm a s- GameStop has kind of gone downhill. Unfortunately, for the most part, you're right. I don't know why we're still talking about GameStop. This is, this is a video game podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's a game store and we're talking. That's true. Let's, let's, let's shift gears here. I'm going to shift gears. Don't you shake your leg at me. I, I, I was putting in the clutch to shift gears. I've never I I've only driven a stick shift once and the <laughs> the hardest part for that was was um cuz Lily's brother drives a stick shift and there was just one one weekend where I wanted to learn just because there was nothing to do he was home all day and I was like hey bud you think you can teach me how to drive a stick shift and he said yeah sure so we went to the park and the hardest like hardest part for me was putting in the clutch shifting it to first gear and then hitting the accelerator at the right time yeah. Um. The hard, the hardest part for me was was getting moving, 
after that, like switching to second and third gear wasn't that difficult for me. I, I got that down pretty fast. So just getting the car moving is was the hardest part for me. Yeah, some people like the. I mean, this is a tangent, obviously, but some people like the control that manual transmissions bring. Um, there used to be an argument that people would make about them that if you were driving a manual versus an automatic, you could drive faster. You, you could shift faster than the than the car could. And to some extent, in early manuals, that was probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a performance-tuned vehicle now, like, for example, mine, mine is an automatic. Um, I have an automatic Challenger with a paddle shift. That car is going to be able to shift gears faster than I can. Uh, I could... I could drive it in manual mm-hmm. with the paddles, but and and here's the thing: like for one, we live in the city, yeah. And having a manual car is a bitch. Oh, if in you're sitting city. in rush hour, fuck that, fuck and it's that. Like, and I I don't understand this stigma with some car guys, to where like if you have like a Challenger like you, you you have to get a manual. You can uh, automatic is pussy or whatever like. Why? Why are we? Why are you throwing your dick around like this? Why are we measuring dicks based on what transmission of a car we have? Yeah, I like, I never understood that. It's it's I I don't understand this. The end. I don't mean to get all like political here. If it, it or if it is political, but it's almost like very toxic masculinity. It like kind of you, you, You're only a man if you drive a manual. You're only a man if you own a gun. You're only a man if you I insert something here the car communities can be very toxic uh, even amongst each other like for example like there are people out there that if i said i drive a dodge they'd be like oh dodge is a piece of crap i drive a ford and blah 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 blah. or then you'd have somebody respond to them uh fords are pieces of crap i drive a chevy blah 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 blah. yeah it's like shut up just just shut up just drive whatever you think is cool i don't care and just just like when it comes to consoles like playstation xbox pc play whatever you like switch i of course um (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's one of the reasons why I kind of shifted away from like gaming forums because it's all it is is just this constant dick measuring um, contest of what console's better. My PlayStation can do this thing, and my Xbox can do this thing, and I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> if the games are fun, the games are fun. Exactly. Speaking of fun games, segue, segue, segue. Mm-hmm. I have an update on Returnal. Tell me more, tell me more. I finally beat the third biome after weeks and weeks, uh, and also taking a break, I finally beat the third biome. Nice. So, it's it's interesting because it got to the point of the story, uh, actually, that, I'm going to spoil that, so I will say the fourth biome is significantly easier Wow. than, than the third biome. Um it's basically kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? A modification of the first biome, which is in a different season. And there's like different, and there's still like different layouts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the color palette is different and the enemies are new. But it being significantly easier in the third biome, I aced it first try. Dang. I went through it and, and beat the boss first try. So you're past the fourth then, right? I um I am now in the progress of going through the fifth biome, but at this point, if I were to die in the fifth biome, I jump back to the fourth biome. Sweet. 
So I don't have to jump all the way to the first biome and make my way through there. So there's there's a checkpoint. And which is actually really interesting. There's a point in the game to or points in the game where you would ent enter um, your old house and you would experience these in, in first person and it would kind of give you a PT vibes. After the uh, third biome, you seem to play as a child. I don't know if it's Celine as a child or if it's Celine's child. There is a she does press play on on the voicemail um, on the phone and it's Celine talking to say, hey honey, I'm gonna be late. You, I made your favorite dinner. I'm to put it in the oven for eight minutes and 36 seconds. And so you would kind of explore the house and you go into the kitchen and every clock and the radio frequency is at 836. Interesting. It's really weird. There's, there's something significant about it. I'm not sure. And there's this astronaut that it, it kind of, the astronaut is kind of like the, uh, the G-Man in Half-Life to where he's always kind of present. Mm. And it's, it's, your, it's your typical, like, Apollo astronaut. Um, but we don't know what, who he is or what's going on. Well, this child pours, him, pours herself a bowl of cereal. And in the box, there's a website. I was really I, – I posted this on Twitter. I was really curious. So I put the website in um, on my phone, and it, it is a paper from, like, a national laboratory about uh, – like, uh, these quantum – I want to say quantum physics, mm -hmm. but they're called gluons, and they're and they're what kind of binds these particles together. Interesting. And it's really weird. I, I thought I don't know if, if this had to do anything with the story, or or if it's just kind of an Easter egg. Either way, it's really interesting. So and so then you would move on to the uh, fourth biome. There's some story thing. There's some story things that happen that I won't give away. But you go into the th you go into the um, fourth biome and you kind of make your way through. And the fifth biome is snow. I mentioned early uh, in an earlier episode that I thought the fourth biome was snow. No, it's more like jungle foliage. Okay. It's the fifth biome that's snow. And I want to say that it's probably a little bit easier than the third biome, but it's still difficult. Or do you remember me telling you about the rings that would expand that would expand out and you have to jump over or dodge through them? Yeah, and I've seen some videos of those too. Well, in the fourth biome, they changed that up a little bit. There's these rings that... Um, that are purple instead of like your red. So the red rings you can dash through. You can dash through and not take damage. The purple ones you cannot dash through. You will still take damage. You have to to jump mm. over them. And so right now that's been my um my biggest hurdle it is are those. And some of the enemies are are pretty difficult too. There's like these um these tall alien like creatures and they're they're more intelligent. And they'll like teleport and then swing their sword at you, and you have to dodge at the right time. Hmm. Uh, but every once in a while, they'll they'll have a power up and they'll kind of throw something at you that'll have that purple expanding ring. So you have to be extremely aggressive when you fight them. Jeez. Um, I have not passed the fifth biome. The fifth biome right now is is basically my biome three. Mm -hmm. Maybe not as not as uh, as difficult so far, but it's it's. I'm just glad to be over the third biome. <laughs> um, that I would say the third biome is one of the worst parts of that game. It's that's where like the real returnals begins. Mm. I actually got really really lucky with that run because I managed to get a high enough health. I managed to get an art of the astronaut figure that will revive beyond death. 
Mm-hmm. And I and with the Leo, I just kept getting more and more and more health. And then I got the the God tier weapon. David disagrees with me on this, but the God tier weapon is the Rock Land Lobber. The Rot Gland Lobber. That's really hard to say. <laughs> all all it is is you shoot it and it's a poison and it slowly drains their health. Okay. Um, depending on your weapon proficiency, if you get a higher proficiency rotland rot gland lobber, it'll it'll um, drain their health faster. And so the reason why it makes this weapon so good is you can hit is you can hit an enemy then just focus on e- evasion, and that's what I did to beat the biome three boss. Is I hit evade 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 evade. Um, there's a point in the boss fight, the third phase, to where the arena will break apart, and you have to use a grappling hook to jump from platform to platform. You're invincible while you're using your gra- grappling hook. So I would just hit and just grapple, 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 grapple until until it wears off. Then I would hit it again. Okay. And oh, it got really close. Did that that boss heal or anything like no, that? No, the boss does not heal. Okay, that's good. No, no, none of the bosses in my experience so far have healed. Um, it's just like your basic Dark Souls. There's three phases, and there's um, additions to previous attacks, and you just have to dodge at the right time. Um, but I'm just so glad to be over that boss. I never want to go back to Biome 3. <laughs> it is the worst. Nice. So, But that's Returnal. Um, another game that I had, and I, I know it's mostly me. Is there anything you want to talk about before I move on to Biomutant? Uh, no, not about that. Okay. So... I also bought Biomutant this this last weekend, and I understand that there's a lot of critics that don't like Biomutant, or they didn't think it was really good, but I believe you told me that there's a lot of people on Twitter that love it. Oh, yeah. I've seen quite a few of my friends that and really like that it, game. It, it kind of reminds me of, I told you this off air, of Borderlands a little bit, to where I want to say the first Borderlands, the first Borderlands got decent reviews, but I want to say a lot more people loved it more than the critics did. Me being one of them. I love the first Borderlands. I love it a lot. And so far playing this game, I, I am enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I There is a little bit of jank, but it's, it's a studio made by 20 people. So I, I'm kind of expecting a little bit of jank. You have a little forgiveness. Yeah. Um, something that's kind of weird. I don't know what's, what's going on, but apparently it displays in native 4K on the Xbox, but not PlayStation. Hmm. Um, and they took it off due to technical issues, and supposedly it has to do with Sony's way of how they do backwards compatibility. Interesting. Whereas with Xbox, they, they seem to be pretty loose with um, with their backwards com- compatibility. They are working on a PS5 and Xbox One X version that's I want or Xbox Series X version. Yeah. It probably won't, won't be out till next year. But so far, I I am liking this game. For those who don't know. Biomutant is a, is an RPG where you basically play as like this little creature in a post-apocalyptic world. That's kind of hard to say. To where basically people people like they they dumped lots of to- toxic waste in, in the oceans and everything, and as a result, animals became mutated and became somewhat intelligent, and people died died out, and so now animals have retaken this world as intelligent beings. And how the game plays is that you are a creature whose mother invented the uh, the martial art that, that is in this game, Wang Fu. Something happened to your mom, there's something going on um, in the story, and your objective is you have to bring the Tree of Life back to the way it was. There's these four world eaters that are basically killing the Tree of Life that 
Stain's life in this world. It's very Dark Souls-y. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Just like um, in Dark Souls, where you once you gain the Lord Vessel, you need four like four Lord Souls to get to kill in the first flame to defeat Gwyn. So it's very Dark Souls, and I really like it. What's kind of weird about this game, and I think this is pretty common with a lot of more indie games of this caliber, they seem to take control away from you a lot to kind of show you something. Hmm. To where uh, I went, in, I went into a uh, a bandit camp, and I was fighting, fighting, fighting. And all of a sudden, the ca- camera pulls away, turns, and a big guy pops out, do- does the does the neck the neck cut m- motion, and then comes towards me. And then, and so he was way too powerful for me. So I so I run away. I get to a new area. Camera get camera control t- gets taken away from me again for the for the narrator to tell me about it. And it's just. I don't like when games take control away from me very often because I know they want to show me something cool or, or something important, but I think there's a there's a better way to handle it. I know it's not fair to um, compare a studio of 20 people to like a AAA studio like Naughty Dog, but how Naughty Dog handles it is you would click one of the thumbsticks and then the camera would turn, but you still have full control of your character and i think there's a better way that's a better way to handle this or at least or at least design your encounter to where what you want to show is in front of you yeah but other than that the game is a lot of fun to play um it 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 goes seamlessly from melee to uh to gun combat seamlessly it's just the triangle and the uh square are are your attacks and your um, L2 is your fire, um, and your L1 is parry, and there's, like, combos you can do that will that'll do extra damage, and, and you can build weapons in this game, like, create weapons. Um, you have to find weapon parts, so, like, you have to find a handle, you can find a top part, it could be, like, a hammer, or a mace, or a sword, and you need, um, components to put it together, and different combinations will essentially give you different results. Um, it's very Borderlandsy, except there's it's more hands-on than mm. Borderlands, and which it reminds me of early Borderlands, to where the original design for Borderlands, where you, do, you is you can find weapon parts and swap them out yeah. to do different things, and they um, changed it to what we know today. It was just probably easier in the s- system at the time. Oh, yeah, I am only like level six, uh, but so far I'm really enjoying it. And I want to see what this game looks like at full PS5 4K because even at, on a PS4, this game is really pretty to look at. Dang, the fur animation is a is a little janky. It's um the texture is isn't as crisp, but fur and hair in general is just very very hard to animate well. Yeah. Um, I just I just remember uh when the first Tomb Raider came out, a big deal was Laura Croft's hair animation. Yeah. The narrator in this game tells the whole story. Like there, there is no dialogue in this game other than um, this language that the um, that the animals speak, and then the narrator translates it. It is kind of weird with that too, because because you, you basically hear the same line twice. The animal will say it in its language, and the narrator will be like, "He said blah 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 blah," and rinse and repeat. Yeah. Um, they since patched it to where the animal dialogue is shorter, and they just then the narrator starts earlier, then gives you the entire line. 
it does make it easier, but it's it's just it. I I like it in concept. It's just in gameplay. It just probably isn't realized as well as it could have been. Yeah. Um, gameplay is fun though. I'm really enjoying this this game. I feel like if they just had them speak English, nobody would have questioned it. Yeah. Um, like. you have to hire voice actors for that though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But at the same time, they can just pull a Skyrim and have the same four people do the same voices, which which always kind of bothered me. I don't understand how Bethesda only had like ten people do voices because you get the same voice actor or the same lines in Skyrim. Yeah, and just like, and and again, maybe because Skyrim came out ten years ago. Yeah, and so at the time for a 360 and P, um, PC and PS3, you probably. That was probably revolutionary, but now you kind of look back and, like, why am I hearing the same four lines from the same voice actor with different people? Yeah, you know. You forgive it. I mean, Bethesda games always have a little bit of weirdness and jank to them anyway, so. Yeah, but that's basically all I played this week. Um, so you, you had really nothing? I I, I beat uh, Zombie Army 4. Oh, right, right. How'd that go? Did you, you play with Trey? Yeah, yeah. We beat that finally. Just not the DLC or anything like that, just the main story. Um, I don't know. How much spoiler territory do you care about in this kind Go of game? Go for it, dude. Uh, the story doesn't really matter. Yeah, like so, the reason why I'm kind of waiting on Returnal spoilers is because I know you had to play it, and the story is intriguing enough to where I don't want to give anything away. And, I mean, who gives a shit about Zombie Army Trilogy's story? Right. You know, <clears throat> Or Zombie Army 4's story. But anyway, so we were playing through that. Um, you get to a point where uh, these cultists are trying to resurrect Zombie Hitler. and I called it Zombie Hitler. Well, you end up defeating him, which ends up sending you through a portal to hell. And then you have to fight your way out of hell. And mm. then uh, Zombie Hitler, or Zittler as I like to call him, uh, has this giant... Like, um, let's see the best way to describe it. Uh, you know, in Star Wars, the big thing, the sand crawlers that the Jawas drive. Oh, right, right, yep. It's like one of those with cannons sticking out the side of it. Damn. And then you get like this, uh, this Gatling gun thing that fires like holy bullets, <laughs> and you just unload on that thing, and that's pretty much the final fight. That's that really cool. Uh, it's pretty fun. Oh, oh, oh. And then once you destroy that big ship, probably hundreds of zombie Hitlers start running at you. And oh, you have to just gun no. them all down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it was it was an interesting game. I'm curious to p maybe play the DLC if I can get it cheap, but I don't want to pay full price for it. Yeah. So these zombie Hitlers, do do they speak in German or do they just still sound like zombies? Uh, They, they speak in English with a, a German accent. <laughs> That's a little disappointing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, Is there anything funny? Or? It's not really. Just what you would expect a zombie Hitler <laughs> to say. <laughs> mm. My warplanes, they're coming. <laughs> or, or something, you know, like stuff like that. You oh, know? man. I was kind of hoping to be, like, somewhat funny. <laughs> Shouting at you in German. You just don't even know what he's saying. Uh, he was a very angry man. He, he kind of was, wasn't he? Uh, but yeah, so that game, it was alright. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go back and play through the first three games. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if if I can find... I think Trey has them on PC, and I have them on PC, so maybe we could play through those. Yeah. 
Speaking of PCs, I kind of wanted to touch on this. Okay. What did you think about the uh, PC build information I sent you? I like it. Okay. All right. Like I, I, I trust you. I trust you. I can't quite remember what was all on it, because it, it's been it's been a week since since I've actually looked at it. But for like seven hundred dollars, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, what, um, what, what was it? I, I, I am completely blanking. So basically, I took into account that you have. You have two 970 graphics cards, yep, uh, and and you have a power supply that's a pretty good quality one. So I was like, all right, you know what, you don't need those. Um, I didn't put in a PC case. So I figured you can spend as much or as little on that right. as you want. That's your deal. Um, and so basically, I found a uh, ASUS motherboard. Um, I think it's a very similar model to the one I have. Okay. Uh, it supports SLI. Uh, and it supports NVMe SSDs if you wanted to get one of those eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, then I chose the same RAM that I had. So uh, instead of, except I have 32 gigs, uh, I put 16 gigs in, which is, is plenty enough. Yeah. And then I chose, I want to say it was an i7 10,000K or something like that. Nice. Because that was the biggest issue with my um, PC is is I felt like the processor I had was kind of bottlenecking my performance a little bit. Like it still ran games really, really well. Mm-hmm. It's just and some like there were just some things where it just couldn't run as well as it could have been. Yeah, and that's probably just because of my processor. Yeah. So with this one, it's I, th- I believe it was one of the latest generation i sevens I could find. I avoided i nines for a couple reasons. A, they're on the high end of price, and B. I don't know if this has been solved, but I've heard that they run a little hot, so you might have mm. wanted to do water cooling. Right. Um, I also put on your uh, build a uh, liquid cool loop as well. Um, so, yeah, really, that's most of what you need. You might want to invest in, depending on the case you get, a few yeah. case fans, but those are pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it, It'll definitely be... A- Later on down the road, just because I just spent nine hundred dollars on a vacation to Colorado with my family. Yeah. So, and that's uh, next month. Yeah. Um. So maybe after that, I'll lo- relook at the things and kind of reassess, and because I want to get a good, decent PC, uh, which I do have a decent PC. Yeah. Um. But I c- I know I could do better. And the reason I didn't even bother putting a GPU in is they're just so overpriced right now, and. Scalpers. Two nine seventies will get you about as good as one of the middle of the road ten series cards would mm-hmm. anyway. Like it's it's gonna be better than what Laney's computer has anyway. Yeah. Uh so that yeah, is a cat whisker. Did you stuff the cat in the in the PC? Yes, the cat is in the PC. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're you're worrying too much. But yeah. All right, and there's nothing else. Uh, Connor and I have um, a date with the new Rise Against album. Yes, sir. We're going to go pick that up, boy. Yeah. Um, I, I've listened to the album. It's really good. I, th- I would say it's one of Rise Against's better albums. Yeah. Like, they, they just knocked this one out of the park. I was actually kind of unhappy with the last album. Not really in the case uh, song quality. Their songs and it was just how they mixed it. For some reason, they went to um, a different producer for Wolves. Mm. and a different mixer and you can definitely tell like the instruments seem to dr- to drown out um Tim McElrath's voice which is a pretty iconic voice. Yeah. Like like if 
if you could, you could play any Rise Against song, and you can instantly know it's a Rise Against song purely by his voice. Yeah. Um. It was, and it was like very bass heavy. It was it was almost mixed like a pop album, which I don't mind bass heavy because Joe Principe is a really good bassist. Um. And his bass lines are always just just so good. But I was just overall just kind of unhappy with the quality of Wolves, especially coming off the uh, the, the tail end of um, the Black Market, which I thought was really good. So I'm excited to listen. To this. I actually already bought the vinyl. I just want the CD. Yeah, we're gonna go pick um, that up. I want to support. <laughs> I want to support this band, and I am so glad concerts can can come back. the The second Rise Against is is back here in Kansas City. I'm going. Of course, the Nowhere Generation tour doesn't come to Kansas City. Makes me sad. But as, as soon as they're in town, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see them. I actually kind of want to go to as many concerts as I can with the bands I like. Hey, if you ever want to go to any, hit me up. Yeah, it was like I want to go to a um a full capacity Sporting KC game, which I need to take you to a Sporting KC game. That is life changing. <laughs> I'll go to at least one. I, I'll try anything once. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to go to a place to where you can scream and curse at <laughs> people kicking a ball, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> all right. All right. It, it's great. So we'll, we'll figure something out. So and other than that, that'll just about do it. Wow. Those are words. Those are words. And okay, let me try that again. <laughs> And that will just about do it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye, everyone.